The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, right here on Voice America, America's Voice. We have two fabulous interviews for you today in this hour. And in the first interview, we're going to talk about creativity. I'm going to talk about creativity from the inside out. My guest is Kathy Wild. After struggling for years with her own fears and insecurities, the creative process offered her a way to express her deepest passions. Beyond that, the mysterious inner workings of her creativity turned out to be a blueprint for navigating life's challenges. And this revelation changed her life, and she says it can change yours too. Kathy Wild has spent more than 30 years developing innovative approaches to healing using the creative process. She's a pioneer in somatic counseling, the expressive arts, and the field of life coaching. Kathy was featured as a creativity expert on a PBS television series, In the Prime. She lives in Northern California, and you can find her, Kathy Wild, C-A-T-H-Y, Wild, W-I-L-D, dot com. KathyWild.com. And her book is called Wild Ideas. And it's Creativity from the Inside Out. And again, we're going to be talking today about how you can use your creativity and really find your passion, even if sometimes you hit the wall or you feel like you're, you're just going too deep and you can't get out. She, um, she will help you. Welcome, Kathy Wild. I'm delighted to be here. Good, good. Well, tell us, certainly the title of your book, Wild Ideas, is so perfect for your name, isn't it? (laughs) It is. Yeah, you have the perfect name. So you describe yourself as a counselor and creator and catalyst. What inspired you to write this book about the creative process? Well, I think like a lot of uh, people, I was inspired by my own journey and some of the uh, difficulties that I had that as I got older realized that they were, they were universal difficulties, particularly for sensitive, uh, creative people that didn't always fit the mold. Um, sometimes, you know, our society has, we have so many choices and yet sometimes it becomes difficult for certain kinds of people to find their way. And I just wanted to share the benefit of my experience with with others uh, who might be looking for their path and don't fit into the traditional options. And in that case, the creative process is really a metaphor for the life process. It certainly does apply to the arts, and the book is 
certainly useful for people who are artists, traditional artists. But I tried to write something that would also appeal to a broader audience uh, and that brought together the healing process and the inner journey together with the principles of creativity what you're saying I'm one of those creatives and uh, it is a it's challenging it's very exciting it's also very challenging so tell us your definition of creativity you know I know you said you're not just talking about the artistic pursuits but you talk about the creative process what does that mean explain how that crosses over from your personal life to your professional life well, I, I think that the principles of creativity, what artists are doing is that they're exploring, they're, they dive into uncertainty every day uh, when they're creating something, whether it's a book, a painting. It, m- many creators, maybe they don't really have a plan exactly. And so even if they do have a general outline, they're still diving into uncertainty and letting the process dictate the course of what they're creating. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's helpful to have qualities like imagination, curiosity, uh, developing an ability to deal with uncertainty, uh, knowing how to take advantage of unexpected events that occur that you maybe uh, didn't think about, but there they are, and how do you incorporate that into your piece. These are all the kinds of things that you would need to incorporate into your life. Being able to walk life. Can someone be creative if they're more of a... I'm thinking of more of an engineer, somebody who deals with numbers, you know, very known quantitative facts. Can you be creative if you have that kind of brain? Well, I think sometimes when people have been using a certain part of their brain, if they're very, very left brain and they're used to that and they're used to things, as you say, being quantifiable and and having more control, I think it can be uncomfortable to switch over and use a different part of the brain and it can be scary. But everybody has creativity, and it just depends on whether you have the interest or passion or desire to develop that in yourself. I certainly wasn't somebody who I was identified as creative when I was growing up or in school. I didn't have one of those obvious artistic talents. I mean, after all, that's how we're identified as being creative, is if we draw well or sing well or do something well. And so many of us, whether we're engineers or not, don't, aren't necessarily uh, tied into our creativity because of those, those early messages. So I think that it is possible even for an engineer or uh, to be more creative, but that person who's used to using that side of their brain may find it uh, a struggle to open up to, to the other parts of their thinking process that, yeah. are, that are used yeah. in creativity. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, I, I'm very creative, and so I understand that. And you're right. You are always delving into something new. And, you know, I think if you can balance it with, um, with structure and with schedule and with planning, that helps right. a lot. And I do it that, helps. but you still don't, it helps, but you still don't know what the outcome is going to be. <laughs> you know, you have to, you don't. There's a certain anxiety level inherent yeah. to being something creative, and there's just no getting around it. And part of the things that creators have is a higher tolerance for that anxiety. They, know, they learn how to live with it. Yeah. And somebody who maybe um, is used to having more control may not, and they maybe has to learn. I know that I thought that when I felt anxious or fearful when I was doing something I didn't know how to do, I thought that meant I wasn't good at it or I was mm. failing at it, that 
sense of failure that would be coming over me as I was struggling and not doing it as well as someone else. And one of the things that's really important is that most creators, especially successful creators, uh, are not that concerned about those feelings. They just persevere through them. And so if, again, back to that person who may may be using being an engineer or not seeming to be creative, if they can develop, it's not so much the talent, but it's this skill of being able to struggle in uncertainty and feel that anxiety. That's actually a skill level you can learn so that you can tolerate the ups and downs of the creative process. Yeah. I, I hear you. Yeah, and I agree with that. I do think it's hard, though. I, I think it's it, it's not without its pain. You know, you, oh. you do power through it because you want, you just you're just going to do it no matter what. I agree, but it's not. It can be painful. It is, and and in my book, if you know, if you recall, I talk about that, and I call that necessary suffering. I talk about two kinds of suffering: the unnecessary kind, uh, where we're undermining ourselves and sabotaging ourselves. But then there is a necessary suffering, just like you said how hard it is. That is uh, inherent in the struggle to, to create something. Yeah. And, but that's where those struggles can help you grow as a person. That's what yeah. my book talks about is yeah, how excellent. you make struggle and that pain mm-hmm. worthwhile by recognizing mm-hmm. where you're growing as a human being. And, and what I you're producing. Think. And also what you're producing, Kathy. Yes, yes, you're, what you're producing but it, it, yeah. it, it's also the struggle, and it's inherent in the creative process. Yes. If you want to see it as a, as a growth process, you yeah, can. I have, a, I have a question around this, because I think there is one part that's harder for some creatives than others, and that's the uncertainty of the money piece in here. Talk about that, about mm-hmm. you know, income and money, because that's, that's part of stability and, and security and safety. So talk about that. We've got a couple minutes to break. Go ahead. That's, that's very real. And I, I think that, I know for myself, I actually wasn't able to tolerate those uncomfortable things in the creative process until I felt you know, more financially secure. And I, I do have a private practice where I use the principles of creativity and integrate that uh, into the somatic style counseling. And I was fortunate enough to be able to create a, a fairly successful private practice and that was sort of my foundation where I wasn't looking to, for my creativity in terms of my artistic or ex- expression or my writing to support me. So that's really my experience. And I do think it's difficult when you're trying to earn a living from your art. And I do think that there are some people that they simply cannot do anything else. They simply cannot do any other work. And these people feel... Um, you know, called to be uh, professional full-time artists. And I think that is a struggle. And I, I think in this day and age of the economy, it's, it's much harder to live. And I think it helps if you can um, move to areas that are more affordable to, to find those locations that are friendlier to artists. I know a number of artists in the area that I live have left and, and moved to um, other parts of the country there's a whole lot of sacrifices often involved in order to be a full-time artist, especially if, you know, you're not one of the very small percentage of artists that are making gobs of money at what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And, All and right, this is real. I, yeah. I, that's really real. I don't, I don't have a magic answer for that. If, if you're yeah. not able to earn your living at something else, then I think there's a lot of 
personal sacrifice that you make in order to devote yourself to your art. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a break. We're talking to Kathy Wilde. She's the author of Wild Ideas, Creativity from the Inside Out. When we come back, we'll talk about you know her own t- turning point in terms of many of, of her own experiences with the creative process. We'll talk about unlimited potential and what does that really mean and what is body-centered healing And all of that we'll talk about next with Kathy Wilde. Her book is Wild Ideas. You're listening to The Patricia Raskin Show right here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice. We'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Life is complicated and sometimes we all need a little help, but don't have the time for a full hour-long session or don't know who to turn to. That's where BetterHelp comes into play. With BetterHelp, I can get matched with one of over 2,500 licensed and approved counselors and therapists and get help anytime, anywhere, totally private. For a flat weekly fee starting at $35, I can connect with my counselor via text, chat, video conference, or phone, which is great for me because I'm always on the go. And I can go back to previous sessions whenever I want through my secure account from anywhere in the world. It's a great feeling to know that help is there, affordable, private, and convenient to my schedule. We all can use a little help. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash VA health and register for free. You can try it for seven days without being charged on your credit card and get matched with a licensed counselor usually within 24 hours. Get better help today at betterhelp.com forward slash VA health. If you're considering adoption, there are a lot of questions that you may have which need to be answered by families that have adopted, by the adoptees themselves, and by professionals. Tune in to Adoption Unscripted with your host, Micah Johnson. We bring you many of the answers you're looking for. There are so many resources and advocates in the field of adoption. It's a life-changing experience across the board. We hope you'll tune in every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Variety. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to the Patricia Raskin Show. Hi, everyone. We are back. You are listening to the Patricia Raskin Show right here on Voice America, America's Voice. My guest is Kathy Wilde. Her book is Wild Ideas, Creativity from the Inside Out. Kathy Wilde has spent more than 30 years developing innovative approaches to healing using the creative process. She's a pioneer in somatic counseling, the expressive arts, and the field of life coaching. Kathy was featured as a creativity expert on the PBS television series, In the Prime, and you can log on to kathywilde.com. Welcome back, Kathy. Thank you. Okay. Um, You talk about your own personal challenges with this creative process of wild ideas. Of all these experiences that you share, what would you say was a major turning point 
for yourself? Well, I think the biggest turning point for me was the realization that the creative process is also the life process. I think I shared this earlier. I I had a tendency to start things and then give up on them uh, when they became difficult. And for some reason, it was something I never learned growing up, but I just, when I had that feeling that I was struggling so much and my mind would, you know, bring up images of failure and what's wrong with me and all that litany of self-abuse that we all do uh, when maybe when we grow up in families where expectations are very high. Um, and when I, once I began understanding what it was that artists were doing, I was always drawn to the creative process. I felt myself to be a creator at some level, even though, again, there was no obvious, association with anything that I did with creativity. And once I started uh, reading about the creative process and understanding the underlying principles, it was like a tremendous breakthrough. It was just, it was like a shattering of whatever ceiling I had placed on myself. And I just started drawing. I started doing so many different things that I wouldn't allow myself to do, and it didn't matter whether I was good at it or not. I just was able to explore and follow my own intuition. And I went to um, a drawing class at the museum, and I brought a bunch of pastels that I, that I had around the house that hadn't been used in years and, and some old paper. And everyone there was using charcoal and really drawing in a very traditional way, and all their drawings were, um, you know, they were trying to depict the human form. And, you know, I couldn't really do that. But I used my colors in interesting ways, and I actually was enjoying myself, and I didn't care what, you know, for the first time, I stopped, I stopped holding myself back because I began to understand that what artists are doing, they just keep going, and they're not judging themselves, and they're playing and exploring. And by doing that, I eventually started getting better, and I actually had some of the people in the room coming over and seeing that I was using all those colors, and you know, they were saying nice things, and it was very encouraging. And for me, that was really the breakthrough. Once I understood the structure of, the crea- of creativity, what was really going on under the surface, I began to realize it was really about the life process. And some of those lessons are inside the book. And again, it's really written for people who really uh, want a companion book that go through the process and want to feel that support as they're going through the process. It's not a workbook. It's a, it's a companion book with inspiration and stories yeah. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. and reflection for people. Right. So the body-centered counseling practice, let's talk about that. Okay. Uh, my body-centered healing practice, it's a counseling practice. And what I do that's different from traditional counseling where you go and just talk with a counselor uh, about your life is that people do come in and talk about the count, their lives. But what I do is I, I have them take the story and begin to feel it more deeply in the body. And we begin to focus on what comes up in the body when you're telling me about that story. And that takes the dialogue and the experience in a very different direction because we begin to move out of our head and the story we're telling, which, frankly, we've told that story a million times, and we go more deeply into the core feeling that is lying underneath. And sometimes I'll bring that out through movement, 
sound, uh, special dialogue, uh, or maybe even um, drawing or writing. And I teach my clients how to do all this, so there's not um, a sense of performance at all. It's really about finding an avenue of expression for those body memories uh, that are held. We have a, a memory that we can, like, recall what we had for breakfast. That's, that seems like mm-hmm. kind of a, a mind memory. But yeah. a lot of the things that block us are actually held in the body, and they've often occurred many years before. Uh, and we don't have as clear a memory of them in the mind. And it's these body memories that are really the things that are holding us back, that keep us blocked, that keep us more diminished, that keep us from trusting our path and embracing uncertainty in new directions. And also, eventually, these blocked memories in the body uh, will cause anxiety, depression, fatigue, uh, just a whole host of symptoms. And so I go directly to the body uh, in my practice and, and use expressive arts in part uh, as a way to help bring these memories to life where, they can, where the energy that's, that's being held in these uh, memories can be released. And sometimes there's an incredible cathartic uh, experience as a result. Yeah, I want to say something about that. I, there have been times for me when a memory, something, uh, I, don't, I can't explain it. Like I'll touch my shoulder or I'll feel something and I'll remember something. They'll oh, uh, yes, be pushing a muscle and something will come up and I'll, where did that come from? Well, it came from your body at the, at the deep unconscious. And sometimes people will have an experience if they get a massage or something that, that the massage therapist will touch a part of their body and suddenly they'll have uh, a memory or, or they may even start crying. That, that can happen. So this is a much more conscious and deliberate process than something like that. So mm-hmm. it's actually a little less um, overwhelming in the sense that we consciously determine that we're going to do this exploration. Um, so it's very beneficial for people who especially have had trauma uh, in the past, but it's also for anybody who's just feeling blocked or at a loss, and, and especially for people who have tried the traditional methods of coaching and counseling, and uh, they just don't seem to be able to get very far, or they get somewhere and then it kind of relapses and the same thing happens again. Mm-hmm. So it's a very, uh, very powerful uh, work, uh, and it's something that I just, that is where I eventually discovered my gift lies, and, uh, and it's just an incredible joy for me to mm-hmm. be able to use my creativity in this particular way mm-hmm. uh, other people. Wonderful. What would you like to leave our, our listeners with in terms of all of it, you know, the whole the creativity piece and the body-centered healing? What's your message for our listeners today, Kathy? Well, I think my message is that uh, we need to trust ourselves, and, and I, I know that there are so many images of high-profile creators now. It's just so intimidating, and there's so much pressure to perform and compete. And I would just like to leave uh, the message that we really can just trust ourselves. We're okay where we are. And I think the idea is just is to find something that we can feel expressive about within ourselves and find a way to put that out there. And I, I, I do feel my book, I've put a lot of heart and soul into my book. Uh, as I said, it's not so much a workbook as a heart and soul journey of support. Mm. Other people who be struggling and um, 
want to read something that will just comfort them as well as educate them about the creative process. I know that for me that information just absolutely transformed my life. And sometimes just getting the right message at the right time can make a huge difference. So, so uh, important. I, yeah, I want to invite your listeners to, you know, check out my book and hopefully it will be a, a support. And I do also want to just say uh, I'm very excited because I've just, uh, I just got a, I've gotten some awards for the book that I've just found out about. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. I mean, yeah. So, and and anyway, how can people um, find your book, Kathy? Well, of course, on Amazon, uh, that's the easiest place to go. Uh, and also, I think it can be ordered in local bookstores as well. All right. Thank you so much for being on the program. Again, Kathy Wild, author of Wild Ideas, Creativity from the Inside Out by Kathy Wild. And you can go on to kathywild.com. Thanks so much for being on the program, Kathy. Stand the line for a minute. Thank you. All right, folks, that wraps up this half hour, and it was great to have you, Kathy. Great ideas on creativity, and and just just encouraging those of us who are artists. (laughs) Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Are we off the air now? No, not yet. All right, folks, uh, stay tuned. We'll be right back, right back with our second guest right here on voiceamerica.com. I'm Patricia Raskin. We'll be right back. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of The Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network its staff, and management.